Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sub. With me, as always, my man Emery Ogletree II. What's going on, Tree? My brother, man. Hey, the draft is over, and now begins a long wait to the next NBA season. But man, we got a lot to look forward to. Yes, we do. A lot of teams improved. I know my Bulls. Uh, my wife laughed at me when they drafted whoever it was that they drafted. I still don't remember what his name is. Um, Dale and Terry. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what? Because <laughs> I had, I, I was like, all right, it's gonna be like one of these five to seven people. Like, I know exactly who they're drafting. One of these people, because we need like some front court help. Or uh, my one dude from Ohio State, Malachi, um, whatever his last name is. I was like, if they're going with a guard, because they're potentially going to trade Kobe White. And then when they drafted him, I was like, man, what? Like, who? Who? Like, she was just laughing at me because I was just stunned for like three minutes. I felt like a Knicks fan. Like, I wanted to boo that man, even though I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, man, like, what are y'all doing? But um, outside of that, like, I thought the Detroit Pistons had like the a, a draft of drafts. They were going to come up. I was in. I, I liked. I liked the Detroit draft. I liked the Orlando pick mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, Banchero. Although I'm not high on him, you know I'm not. Yeah. I I felt that Chet Holmgren going to OKC it just seems. Yeah, it just seems so right. Plus, you can hide it, him. It, it, yeah, I guess that's what it is. It just man, your boy Jay Billis. When he gave him Giannis comparisons, I, 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 if my parents were here, I swear I would have just lost it. I was like, Giannis, Jay, Giannis. Stop, stop the madness, man. Stop the madness. I see Porzingis, like, as a best case scenario, another big who don't want to be big. That's that's who he is. He is, he's his old boy, is it Dinwiddie? The one who left, uh, who got traded from Washington to Dallas. In the Spencer, yeah, Dude? yeah Spencer. No, no, no. Uh-huh. That that's who I see. Or no, excuse me, was it Bertrands? I'm thinking about. Bert, yeah, thinking about Bertrands. Then when he's a guard, yeah, yeah. thinking about Bertrands. Yeah, yeah. Bert, Bertrands. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm thinking about Bertrands. That that is Chet Holmgren. See, I mean, just I don't even unless this, <laughs> if unless this dude is gonna put on. 50 pounds of muscle between now and October. If he if he still looks the same that he does now in October, man, oh, man, come on, man. Come on, man. Ain't no way, man. Didn't come. they say this man was like 188 pounds? Like, he, it, there's no way. It's it's a wrap. I cannot wait to see him in the paint and see Giannis come in full speed and see what he gonna do. He, he gotta move. He got. I he, mean, he you're move. right. But I mean, just sitting here, I'm just thinking, thinking about what they're talking about, what he's going to bring to the table. Because I'm sitting here like, y'all, if, didn't y'all even, anybody watch the Memphis or Arkansas game in the NCAA tournament? This kid got exposed. By like six, I think six he dudes. Is, oh. <laughs> hey, you know, if I was in my prime, I think I'd give Chet Holgren work. I, I just saw somebody like him in my mouth and started salivating. I was like, dude, I'm going to try to break you. And I'm sitting there like, they're talking about oh, he's going to go out on the perimeter and go by big. I was like, but who is he going by? I mean, the, the league is softer than what it used to be. Granted, but you can still touch people a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't need much. He doesn't need much. Give him one good shot, he's done. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't a. I mean, I get why they took him. Um, but if I was a GM, I would have passed. Like, yeah, no. Was it you? You knew he was. I you, I knew he was gonna go. Cause I mean, this, and and give his props for years. I mean, since high school. I mean, so you you knew he was going. And I'm just saying, even like I said, even when he went to Gonzaga, Gonzaga just fit his game. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect point. But again, but Gonzaga is basically fool's gold. And I'm sorry, I feel this cat will be fool's gold. I, he can go ahead and make first team all rookie. If I don't even if know if he's he gonna wins, do that. If he wins rookie of the year, I'll be shocked. Nah, I, will. I think I think that's going to uh either uh Pinchero or or uh Ivy. I'll tell you what, though, speaking about um, like another side of it, another another pick I like was Jabari Smith going to Houston. Yeah. And and I, I know you said Detroit to you was pretty much the winner, but you know, for me, who I thought was the winner, Orlando. Orlando I, had I a really, good draft, but I mean, we already putting him on the clock for when he become a Laker. That's what happened with these Orlando first round picks, man. Like he on the clock. <laughs> like I hope I hope y'all uh keeping that roster spot open for about four years from now when he leave. I, I think we're looking at a lot of teams right now, especially based off the draft. I mean, starting from Orlando picking up Bank, you know, Banchero to you know OKC and even Houston and uh Detroit. That we're we're seeing basically what I feel like works and progresses. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I think that there's potential there. Again, not even though I don't expect much, you know, like for example, somebody from Chet Holmgren, I don't necessarily expect a lot from OKC either. So I think I'm like, okay, you, y'all young. Yep. So y'all got, you know, y'all got years to grow and go through growing pain. They're at the beginning of this rebuild. Exactly, which is perfect timing because we're basically, you know, two, three years away from having a completely brand new NBA. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. I mean, all our familiar faces, I think, will either be gone or be on their way out by that time. You know, so I'm sitting there thinking, like, you no, know, again, with that window, like I said, give me five years on Orlando. I'll even throw OKC in there five years. Houston still needs more pieces. Like I said, Jabari uh, being put together with the old boy, what's the young buck they got over there in Houston? Uh, Jalen Green, is that his name? Jalen Green, yeah. yeah. But it, it, they still got a little bit more work to do, especially after they uh, traded uh, Wood over to Dallas. Which was crazy for, yeah. for nothing. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, even with uh, Jaden going to Detroit, like I said, just give, give them time to build. Like I said, they're, they're, they're slowly putting the pieces in place. And like I said, I'm not expecting to, I, I don't see anybody like you know, really changing the world in terms of like, oh, they're going to make them contenders now. But the teams who made, some, who made the quality picks, I, I'm keeping an eye on them for the future, but like, okay, eventually, I if y'all can keep it together, I, I hope to see y'all in some type of contention. Y'all shouldn't still be at the place you are right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. <coughs> um, the fact that I liked Detroit winning this, I just really like the pairing of Ivy and Cunningham. Like, that's going to be a backcourt that's going to be causing people some some issues because Cunningham is a willing passer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's a dude that can get a bucket, but he also is willing to pass. And now that he got a backcourt mate who he does one thing well, and that's just get the buckets. That's that's all they really – I feel like they they have pieces now that you can build around. Like, I see what they're doing. Like, you, you can see the plan in Detroit. A lot of the teams, 
they're in the accumulate talent phase where you know once you get enough talent then you can kind of see what you got and then if you know if somebody doesn't fit what you're doing you can move them for a piece that does um but i feel like you can see the plan formulating in detroit i'll probably say they're a step ahead of like orlando um probably like a, a step ahead of of houston in terms of where they are because i don't i don't see the plan yet in orlando i don't see the plan yet in okc i don't see the plan yet in houston I just see a team that has like a bunch of young, you know, decent quality players. But right now mm-hmm. they're just still just trying to grab pieces and then, you know, figure out where to go from there. But Detroit, you can see where they're going. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm and I'm with you. Like I said, I mean, they, they're building a solid uh, backcourt, you know, and, and let's say you got, you got to start somewhere, you know, you got to begin to have a core, you know, somewhere to you know, kind of build off of. So that's, that's a great move there. I think with Orlando, you know, I'm just sitting there, it's more about availability. You know, hopefully, if, you know, Sug, because Sug, you know, got injured, so he was really wasn't around too much for us to really get a good, you know, feel for him this past season. So hopefully he comes back fully healthy. And I said, I mean, just based on the talent, you know, Cole Anthony, uh, Wagner, trying to Fultz, you know, if he you know, can kind of continue that little, you know, hype train he built up. Wag- Did I say Wagner? Did you say Wagner, yeah. Okay, uh, Bamba. Oh, Bamba. Who I don't. Yeah, Bam, I mean, Bamba. So you can't write somebody that's off who's only like twenty-two. I we're, we're we're just strictly talking potential. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so that's what I'm just sitting there saying. Like, you know, for me, it's just like it's about availability. Like, let me just see them get on the court. You know, because I said, kind of sudden, it was injury. Didn't, didn't uh, Anthony have some injury this year too? Yeah, briefly, but he he played. Yeah. I want to say most of it. Um, right. But he did have a, a little bit. They were they were up and down all year. Like you can exactly. see flashes. Like they sometimes would beat teams they shouldn't. But then, you know, they would lose to somebody and like they on a, on a you know back to back or something like that when they should win. And now with the addition of uh, I said Manchero, no, probably who's going to probably play like that three four spot. I mean, I said that the potential of the starting five is just like yo. <laughs> Y'all could let's say y'all could be some a solid five. <laughs> y'all, y'all could be a solid five. Yeah. I think they can make a run for the plan. Yeah, I think that'd be fair. That's fair. I I'll tell you also uh what I like though. I like the uh where's he at? The Memphis uh picked somebody that I liked. Uh not Walker Kessler. I don't, I mean, I don't blame him for picking him. Where is he at? Oh, so no, I'm thinking about, I think, I think about Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte picking up uh, Jalen Duran from Memphis, the center. Yeah. I thought I, I thought that was a good pick, too. Man, I, thought, I thought that was a good pick, too. Speaking of Charlotte, I wanted to touch on him. This isn't necessarily draft-related, but, oh, um, but so – Kenny Atkinson, the he is assistant at Golden State. They had, right. you know, he had agreed to be the coach of Charlotte. And then after right. Golden State won the chip, he was like, eh, I think I'm going to stay. Which, I, you know, I get it. <laughs> All right, cool. But then they went back, and I'm like, yo, I know you don't think he's a good coach. You don't like him. But Mike D'Antoni and LaMelo Ball would have been fun for us all. Like, Unleash, unleash him. He he doesn't coach a lick of D, but offensively, I say give the keys to Lamelo and let that man cook. But it appears, 
I know, but right. leaving him with a, with an offensive coach because they've only had defensive coaches in Charlotte right. so far. Um, and now they're bringing back uh, Steve Clifford, who used to be their coach before you know he got them to a point where they couldn't get any better and they let him go. Um, right. Like, why are we bringing him back, man? Like, now I know it wouldn't make Charlotte a better team, but it would make them a great watch. They will be must see TV on the league pass with Lamelo. And Mike D'Antoni just like, hey man, just go down the court and cook. Let like let let that man cook. That's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted. And then MJ, my man MJ, had to be the killjoy and ruin it for all. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> like Mike, what are you doing, man? Like, uh, well, it's like I, I applaud. I applauded you, Mike. Don't don't take <laughs> that man's career by bringing in Mike D'Antoni. I don't care if he does have a winning record in his career, Mike. Oh, Mike did. Mike did. Bring Mike D'Antoni on as an assistant coach. Okay, but then there you go. You can split down the middle. I, I will take Bray that. Bring him as an assistant coach. I Bray will take assistant. that. Let him. We want LaMelo to cook. That's what we want. LaMelo, La, LaMelo's already cooking. Now you just, I mean, if anything, you're just being greedy now. This, you're like, this dude didn't cook anyway. He did, this but man. Numbers. He would have, they would have unleashed the beast, man. Like it would have been you, fun to you, watch. You want him? You want him to be Doug Collins and Lamelo, so he can kind of give Lamelo that some Jordan, some Jordan years. Like yeah. give Lamelo the ball, everybody get the help away. That's, that's what it, you man. want. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of what they needed at some points last year, man. I'm like, you over there giving the ball to Miles Bridges, who who may or may not have been on that lean. You know, what I'm saying based off of his Instagram photos, like we realize he ain't got no reliable help, man. So we just want Lamelo to cut. Mike D'Antoni, I say, he, I say, I wouldn't want to play for him. Doesn't I don't respect any coach who does not put any effort in the defense. Any, I mean, I played for a coach who basically dropped the ball when it came to playing defense. But to have a coach who doesn't put any effort at all, no, man. I just Mike, Mike D'Antoni will always just irritate me. And then and the and the problem is, see, what it is, is that he did well enough that no, that's why they everybody keeps keeping his name alive. Yeah. You know, you talk about you know, the hype Steve Nash gets sometimes. Well, Steve Nash came close. Like, man, they weren't going to win the title. No way. Really? Steve Even Nash the Spurs. is the benefit of the rules changing. Like, if you were to look at the stats of the NBA, right, just look at, the, look at Steve Nash's stats. You can see when the rules were changed in the NBA where you can no longer touch people. That's when right. Steve Nash exploded. It was right. that year. You can look at his stats and just see, like, oh, it was this year. I'm, I'm not. Dis- I don't disagree with you, but just I think my D'Antoni would make a better off. Like I said, if, if I was a head coach for a team, because I admit I admit freely, because I've coached before, and I admit this freely, offense I struggle. So if I was a coach in the NBA and I know I struggle on offensive scheme, oh, I'll, hey Mike, what's up? Yeah, I got a spot for you right here as my assistant. I said you can take care of the offense. That's your thing. That's all I need you to do. Draw me up some schem- schematics. I'll take care of the rest. Boom. Well, you, you can't be at the head of my table. So there we, getting, we, we averaging like 140, 50 points a game, but we giving up 160. <laughs> no, I can't tell you. you. You can't be my head coach. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, we would have been take that, to, take that to Sacramento. I mean, I hope, uh, I mean, we all know what's his name. He'd he be collecting checks to get fired anyway. Uh, cause who's the coach of Sacramento now? He was on Golden State staff too. Uh, Mike Brown. 
That's what it was. Yeah, my brown. I mean, Sacramento, that's a job you take when you about to get, you know, just to get fired. Like Mike Brown stay getting paid. The Lakers may still be paying that man. Like, I don't know. Like he stay collecting checks. He's a collecting check all-star. And I respect that. And hope he sends a, me, hope he sends a Christmas card to LeBron every year because LeBron got that man paid. That's again, this is Mike Mike Dantoni. Uh, I mean, I, I saw didn't he, want him coaching my squad, but I would just want I just want to see you know Lamelo have fun in in this early part of his career, man. This is when you go and you get your gaudy numbers. I when your just, team ain't no good. Well, like I said, I, I just I, it bothers me only because like I said Charlotte's so close. Like like they're really like right there at the playoff cusp of making it. It's like okay, you, you bring this dude in, he might even get you into the playoffs. But to do what? You have to play defense in the playoffs. Now, yes, that's that's where you know. The D'Antoni, you know, has a it's a drawback, but the regular season would be fun as hell. <laughs> so at least y'all be above five hundred, huh? Exactly. Like man, he get he gets you a good six seed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like y'all had a good six seed, and y'all may even still like a game or two in the playoffs, man. Like, I, like, said, you know, I, I need to see round X need, where it's happening. I need to see my team growing as a whole. I don't want to see us getting buckets. Like if, uh, I, if I see us, if I see us in zone every time, I'm, I'm gonna get a little tick. We yeah. can, we can't guard nobody. Why are we always in zone? I I hate zone. That is, I hate zone. Don't don't give me. I can go on a whole another tangent about the zone. <sighs> I dig, I digress. But let's say again. But with with this draft, man, I said it's quality. I, I like a, a majority of the picks that I saw. I said my favorite one. I said was Banchero going to Orlando. It really was. I I just felt like again they they they're gonna do something, just give them some time. But like I said, there are a lot there are a lot of picks like you said where you see, like you see that they're going to that direction. Like they're at that point, like let's start the rebuild now and we'll go from there. But I said I mean, we'll see we'll see. Let's say five years from now, who who knows? Yeah yeah. We'll, who who knows? But not but I'll definitely be watching Chet. Oh I can't oh I can't wait to the summer league. Let's go. Yeah, that's just in a couple weeks. Couple weeks, we gonna yeah. find, we gonna find out real quick. Yeah, I, I need I need to see what I already have in my mind what he's gonna do, but I gotta see. It. I just I just feel he got a little bit too much hype. It's a little too much hype. He, he's yeah. not he's not better than Jabari Smith. I'm sorry, he's just not. No, he's not. He's not. I would I would have picked Jabari Smith, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he went to the perfect place because yeah, I say it fit him perfectly. Everywhere else, it was like if you weren't, if you weren't picked second, like I don't see you going to Houston. You know what I mean? Like you ain't gonna fit in in there. Yeah, you don't see that that kind of personality, and God knows you don't belong. He doesn't belong in a big city. <laughs> no, because yeah, I mean, because if he would have sucked, we all would have saw it. And OKC, <laughs> like OKC ain't gonna be on TV. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we gonna get the the thirty second <laughs> Sports Center highlight. M- NBA TV. That'd be your best way to see him the most. Yeah. <laughs> if, if either you, if you subscribe directly to the OKC Thunder, you just got the you know all the team package. Cause man, we ain't he ain't gonna be sniffing. We ain't gonna see him on ESPN. We ain't gonna see him on TNT. Like ain't happening. Oh, we we will. You know, you know at least for the first 
for the first like month, you know, they're gonna be talking. They gotta talk about those top five picks just to see how they're looking. Yeah, we may get some highlights, but we ain't getting their game, so we ain't getting that. Like <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't putting OKC on in prime time. Like ain't nobody here for that. Not unless, uh, not unless they get Kevin Durant and Russ back. Like, <laughs> like, uh, but speaking of Kevin Durant, let's go ahead and do this good transition to Kevin Durant's, uh, to his friend, his teammate, the guy he he went to bat for, Kyrie Irving. Now, I am one hundred percent in agreement with the Brooklyn Nets and saying that they don't want to give this guy that long-term big money contract because we, I mean, he wants full-time pay for part-time work. Absolutely. And you, you can't give him that. And if he's upset about that, then it's like, yo, then you just got to be upset because we ain't paying you what you, what you talking about. So now if he, you know, if he has to be traded, so be it. And then I think I saw like a list of teams that he wanted to go to. I don't even see how any of them teams, none of them teams have like, you know, salary cap space to be able to take them. But it has fueled speculation amongst the league. And then the whole, if Kyrie is gone, does Kevin Durant declare a trade? So now every team is putting together their KD trade packages because every team will take a Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant, he don't cause a mess. He just go out there to hoop. Like, right which kind of caused this whole mess in Brooklyn because you need a strong personality attached to Kyrie. Like he ain't caused no ruckus in Duke because coach K run that thing. He ain't caused no ruckus when LeBron was in Cleveland because LeBron run that thing. But once LeBron was gone, that's when Kyrie, when he's like left to do his own thing, that's when he goes crazy. And Kevin Durant just care about who he don't care about the other stuff. And that's what caused this issue in Brooklyn because there's not a strong personality there to kind of be that that vocal, I ain't taking this mess leader. Um, what's your whole take on this situation, man? I, I know I know you love Kyrie. He's one of your favorite players. Yes. Favorite players I'd like to smack. <laughs> and look, I mean, first and foremost, man, it's just like, it, it, I, I want to just go ahead and bask in my glory of, of how I called out from the moment this thing was incepted. Like, this was a dumpster fire from the jump. But, every, well, not everybody, but the majority was so quick to crown these cats. And I'm sitting there looking around like, what are y'all seeing that I'm not seeing? Like, how do y'all feel this is going to work? Like, it's clearly, like, we have the proof. We have mm -hmm. evidence of years past of why this won't work. But I said a million times, it's only because you get so caught up in their talent. But basketball is about more than just talent. If this was 2K, they'd be the champs. Oh, if this is 2K, they'd be damn near 99. Yeah. Overall, the team. There are a lot of factors that go into being a hooper. But you touched on it. One of the biggest factors of being not only just a hooper, but a successful one is commitment. And that clearly has not been Kyrie's cup of tea over these last three years. Mm -hmm. I, mean, let's, let's, I mean, let's keep this real, because I heard this on first take. Because they were discussing that if he was willing to going to walk away. There's $37 million on the table with his player option right now in Brooklyn. If he was to take that, because they want him to take that deal. They're not giving him an extension, but they're like, you got an option for $37 million. We're not going to discuss long term. 
But if you sign the player option and you, you know, show us what you do in this year, then maybe we can come out to the table. But like you said, you know, he basically wants his cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Now, if he chooses not to sign the 37, the 37 million and try to go somewhere else, he could you know, mess around and come away with like only $6 million. So this dude would be willing to drop 31 mil. On top of the fact that he already lost you know, 17 million based off of the whole vaccination situation. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact he lost his signature shoe deal, his endorsement with Nike. Think about how much money this brother is wasting. Yeah. Mainly over nothing, over, over some BS. But let's get back to basketball. You know what? I have no sympathy for Kevin. I don't. I have no sympathy for Kevin Durant. I, my, my feelings are so well known. But I'll go ahead and say it again. You sat there and said, there's no dominant voice. And it's funny how things, history has a tendency of repeating itself. Now, see, people crucified Russell Westbrook for seeming as more of the dominant personality when him and Kevin were together. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant wasn't very outspoken. Russ was more so outwardly, you know, expressive. That wasn't KD. But we want to sit up here and sometimes people want to disregard or downplay the success that they had. Now, granted, they didn't win the championship, but at least they got there. Because the one thing, I don't care whatever Kevin Durant may say or feel about Russ, the one thing he can't say is that Russ didn't show up. Yeah. Russ, Russ showed. He showed up. No matter what, he was going to come to war. Now, here we are on the other side of things. And I think the comments of, I heard that, that Kevin Durant said in regard to that is that he said it basically is none of his business when it comes to Kyrie and his deal. Mm-hmm. And, and, I just, and I just honestly sat there. And on one end, I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. It is none of your business. But here we go again on the other end of things. How do I want how do I want to work this? Kyrie leaves. Okay. Kevin Durant, what, what happens then? I really I mean, because I really, I really just want to know the end game for Kevin Durant. Because we're not, we're not talking about, you know, just the talent portion. Uh, we know Kevin Durant is talented. We know he's an all-time great player. But in, in my mind, I'm sitting there wondering, like, okay, Kyrie leaves. More than likely, you leave too, but then where do you go? Because you sure as hell better not go back to Golden State. Not, he under contract for the next, like, three to four years. Well, I mean, so... don't give me – don't get – don't get twisted. It's not like it's not like you know they won't sit up there and you know, be willing to try to maybe try to trade them. I mean, you can get you know, some qual. Well, you won't get equal value, but you can get something back for Kevin Durant. I mean, mm-hmm. you can pretty much ask your own ticket for Kevin Durant. Yeah, but I'm just sitting there saying, but where do you go, Kevin? I mean, at this point, it's just almost like almost what I someone asked about LeBron. It's just like, my dude, what are you even playing for anymore? Because you can't tell me that you're competing for a championship. If anything, these last three years have shown me you, you sure as hell ain't trying to compete for no title. Because if you if you were, if you were, 
there's no way in hell Kyrie would be pulling off this BS. On your watch too? I've said it a million times, Ink, you are you are my brother. I love you as such. I said I can say that comfortably because I mean it. I love you like a brother. I've known, known you for almost 30 years. Known you for almost 30 years. But I said it, I said this, <laughs> I said this to a couple people. Not that you would ever do it. But if you and I win the business together, if you and I win the business together, and we, uh, sorry about that. If you and I win the business together, and for, if you just had no reason at all, you just up and cut loose on me, as much as I love you, and you left me hanging high and dry, brother, the next time I saw you, it, it, it'd be limited words. I'm, I would I would snatch you because the commitment. Like I said because the way their relationship's supposed to be, you like I said you're like a brother. I mean, we're supposed to be tight. Uh -huh. So when I give you my word, and I told you this years ago, when I give you my word, I will ride with you till the wheels fall off. That's my word to you. If there was any reason why I couldn't, I tell you. But it wouldn't just be a reason because I just didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like it. Are you serious? <laughs> this dude, you go somewhere, and this dude basically influenced you to go, and all you sitting there doing is you continually, you know, enable his behavior. Yeah. While you sit up here, I don't care what anybody says. The fact that the you can sit up here throwing the injuries, fine, whatever. The Brooklyn Nets have been the biggest joke over the last three years, and that's even throwing in the Lakers of this past season. Yeah, the Nets made the playoffs and the Lakers didn't, but the Nets got swept. So really, in the end, what did it prove? The only team to get swept in the playoffs. They won as many playoff games as the Lakers did. How about that? And I'm sitting there thinking, like, how can you not be pissed? I'm pissed thinking about it. I'm not even in it. I'm like, dude. And I said, it, it just maybe it just it just goes to show. And I don't know Kevin Durant personally, obviously. I'm just going off my own two cents. Maybe Kevin Durant, for the most part, feels he's done enough. Maybe he feels he's done enough. Maybe he just wants to go ahead and play. Like I, I told my old man this the other day. Kevin Durant has never struck me as a dude who's really a competitor. Don't get twisted that he went to Golden State and won two titles that made him a competitor. No, he's just a dude, like you said, he's a dude who loves to play basketball. Yeah. And I'm going to say it again. Who was stupid enough, as much as I hope it wasn't going to happen, who was really stupid enough to think that once Kevin Durant signed with Golden State, they weren't going to win? Yeah. Outside, yeah. Of in, outside, outside of injuries, of course. We all knew what the score was. Thank you. And this dude turned around and left, which just baffled my mind. Like, really? <laughs> really? And you left for your friend who showed you his true colors. And like I said, I mean, hey, Kevin Durant is a really, really good friend. I'm sorry, you, you just couldn't do that to me. And me just turn the other cheek. And act like it doesn't bother me. Like, you left me hanging, cat.
you can have all the beliefs you want. I'm just sitting there looking at you like, but we had a plan. And you calling an audible and you didn't keep me in it. Like that's just being cool with Kyrie. Like I can, <laughs> I see this dude flaking in all aspects of life. Like yo, man, we going out to dinner. Like nah, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be there in ten. <laughs> we sitting there at the restaurant, <laughs> telling the waiter, uh, "Can you come back in a few minutes?" Call you up, like yo, where you at? Oh man, you know I decided to stay and just watch a movie, order a pizza. What? But, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm in Miami. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's just like, to me, if you're smart, I said the storylines going into this next NBA season are just, they're so immense. And I'm looking so forward to seeing how they play out. There is a part of me that God, I hope, please let him go to LA. Please, please trade him for Russ. Please, please do it again. Because the, the possibilities are endless. The storylines are endless. Kyrie reunites with LeBron, and they still don't win. Oh. I mean, it's just like, honestly, anybody who has a basketball mind, and I don't blame none of these GMs who don't want to touch this dude. I don't blame you. Yeah. There's no way I give you a long term. And, and that's the thing about Kyrie Irving. It's just like, this shows his narcissism. Like, my dude, you realize what you've done. And you still feel you deserve a long-term deal? Right. This ain't about just your talent. We know you're talented. But clearly, your commitment means nothing, right? We'll just give you the money, and we're just supposed to trust you after what you already showed us when we did trust you. Kidding me? I mean, oh. even if you take out, you know, the whole vaccine thing, the year before that, when he just went AWOL, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you can, I mean, you are breaking down from the Boston, from his Boston years. First year he was hurt. They went to the, they took Braun to seven in the conference finals without him. He comes back the next year, they fall short. And he's blaming them, talking about they couldn't win. Then the next year they come through, they go to the bubble. He was supposed to play in the bubble. They wouldn't let him play. He goes home. Then try to tell other people to go, don't go play in the boat. Right. Then the vaccinations, what is the vaccination? No, excuse me. Then the, then he had to take some time off because of the ride on the Capitol took too much out of it. Yeah. Then it's the vaccination. It's just like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, I'll never... It's not for me to understand. And in some ways, it's not even supposed to be for me to question. You know, as the the saying goes, like, you know, <laughs> the Lord allows, you know, people to, you know, to thrive in situations where I say, that just aren't your own. <laughs> but I just, I just can't get over that this dude has just squandered millions over BS. I have so it's it's always been a pet peeve of mine, especially from black athletes in general, who waste life changing opportunities over stupidity. Mm-hmm. Now Kyrie just came out and I mean he sat there and said basketball is not that important to him, right? He said that. Yeah. No, he just the this philanthropist approach he had. 
okay, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine with that. But my thing is just like, if that's going to be your case, like, like Maya Moore, you know, the legend Maya Moore. But she put her, literally put her money where her mouth is. Yep. She stepped her in her in her prime and stepped away. This dude just talks a lot. <clears throat> and basically comes when he wants to go. When I heard the report that this dude held practices after Brooklyn Nets had practice, I was like, what? He had his own practice after the official practice? I wanted to know who stuck around. Who did he practice with? Once again, I'm looking back at Kevin Durant like, dude. Kevin Durant wasn't there. What? I'm just still saying, though. Like, yo, that's your guy. He can't come to our practice, but he can come here and conduct his own. And you got nothing to say? Nothing at all. Kevin Durant don't care, man. I feel like he just want to – if this was like a pickup league, he just want to go out there and just hoop. He just want to be like, all right, guys, I'm here. And then after the game is over, like, all right, guys, I'm out. That's it. Kevin Durant is is good. It, it, let it never be said that Kevin Durant's a great leader. No. I better never hear, hear the word leader associated with this dude in the game of, the, of uh, basketball. Ever. Leader in terms of what? You can be our leading scorer. Yeah. In terms of leader of a team? I've said a million times. <laughs> Even before Harden got traded, the Nets had no leader on that court. Unfortunately, it, it seems like it's Kyrie because he's the only one who speaks up the most. But I wouldn't want to follow that dude. And that's exactly why they're having the issues they have. You can't let Kyrie lead you. It has never worked. Hey man, I'm just sitting there saying this. In the end, say Kyrie leaves, and in the end, Kevin Durant some, turns around and wants out to. What's he going to do? Is he going to go try to follow Kyrie, which would just be stupid? Nah. I think he's done with Kyrie. And, and, even, and even if you go to someplace else, where are you going to go? Because I bet you he's going to try to go somewhere where he can try to contend for something. Mm-hmm. That's what kills me about Kevin Durant. See, you had your own franchise. You, ha- you had the team that said that it could have competed with Golden State before they became a dynasty. You could have you put a stop to it, but you decided to join forces with him. And then all of a sudden, you get your feelings hurt by Draymond. And for whatever reason, you decide to leave Golden State to go to Brooklyn. And now after this, where do you go? Where do you go? And then I say, and, and not only where do you go, to do what? Because mm-hmm. I truly believe when it's all said and done, we all know Kevin Durant's going to the Hall of Fame, and rightfully so. First but I always look, I will always look at that, those two rings and say, yeah, you tucked your tail just to get those two. Sure, you're the best player on the team, but I mean, hell, look at the team. Yeah. Who's going to beat you? It's exactly what Charles Barkley has been telling them. Like, it's the difference between being a bus driver and a bus rider. And he has never, dri- he has never driven the bus. No, this, no I, I, I would not say that. I won't say that. I'll, I'll give him that much. But it's the, it's the point, for some reason, whatever happened after OKC, I don't know what it was. 
Now, I always gave him, no, him, 1A, 1B, however you want to do it with him and Russ and OKC. But I'll give him bus driver. I'll give him bus driver. OKC is not who they are without him. True. But for whatever reason, it's just like I said, that's why I said Kevin Durant has never been a competitor. Kyrie either. Only thing is that Kyrie's more, more so of a mental case than Kevin Durant. I can't see how anybody would take Kyrie seriously. Kyrie, Kyrie and Ben Simmons are like this to me. On a pendulum swing. It's just like if I had if I had if you ask me, pick my poison, I'd really have to take some time. Yeah. I don't know which one's gonna be worse. I don't know which one's gonna be worse. Listen, because Kyrie leaves. And it's just like to do what? If you're if, if you're any GM who's going after Kyrie Irving, you gotta put down your contract. Like, dude, you better show. There's gotta be like an X amount of games on there, like, yo, for every game you miss for like a, a BS excuse, oh, we're finding you X amount of dollars. Yeah, or like some incentives. You play 82 <laughs> games, you get 10 more million dollars or something. Exactly. Like- you got to do something that's going to make him be on the court. Because for all the money you give him guaranteed, if the most that's already guaranteed, brother, you might be signing your own death certificate. Yeah. He's going to take that two weeks off for his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Kyrie, he may be the funniest player in the NBA. Because if he were to retire, like, right now, and then, like, go run some farm in South Dakota. I wouldn't be surprised. All I'm saying is, and this may be for a more in-depth conversation down the road. Let's just say, fast forward, you know, Kyrie goes on. If Kyrie never wins another title, does he go to the Hall of Fame? Man, um... See, that's where people get so mixed up. Yeah, I know Kyrie got Hall of Fame talent, but I mean, let's honestly be real outside of what his accomplishments with Brown since then, I mean, he gets his numbers, but has he really did anything that you think that he should go in the Hall of Fame? Does he have Hall of def- Fame? He yes, he has Hall of Fame talent, but I'm just sitting there looking at his resume and I'm like, I wouldn't necessarily put you in the Hall of Fame for what? Yeah, he he's borderline. And it's closer to no than it is to yes. Um, it's one of those, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get in, but then if he did get in, I'd be going like, eh, all right. I would just I would just have to, let's say again, and maybe Kyrie will turn around and shock us. I, I think, like I said, sometimes you just need to fall on your ass to get a wake-up call. Yeah. You know, and I think this dude, this dude definitely needs one. Because the, the is, sense is, of does he think he's too smart to you know to get the not lesson? Just, not just too smart. I mean, this dude just feels like he's just a cut above. Yeah. I mean, you see, you listen to him talking about well, me and Kevin run the franchise. Like, dude, you're not on that level. We don't need a coach. <laughs> you're not on that level. You're not even on Kevin's level. He's always seen himself a little bit higher. He always wanted that big piece of chicken, which is why him and LeBron didn't get along near the end. 
It's just, it's just like, yo, man. Well, here we go again. Talk about the bus driver. I don't think I'll ever see Kyrie Irving be a bus driver and lead a team to a finals. And the question is, will Kyrie ever really care? But the bottom line is that in terms of the history of basketball, if we're going to be real about it. In terms of like all, the all-time great number twos, or however you want to call them, sidekick, Robins, whatever you want to call them, you could put Kyrie in there. Mm-hmm. But you never see Kyrie as a number one. No. You wouldn't see Kyrie as a number one. I mean, we've seen what happens when he is your number one option. It's always ended in failure. And that, and that was before that was before he got his money. Yeah. But this dude has lost a signature shoe deal and is willing to almost give up 37 mil and whatever else is supposed to come after that. On top of what he already lost. And for what? For not wanting for not wanting to get a shot. And for you no know, basically sitting here asking for an extension that you know you have not earned. Yeah. You haven't earned. And as long as you're enabling buddy KD, it's just right there to pat you on the back. I mean, it's just I, I know I wouldn't want to play for Brooklyn. If I if I was a role player on Brooklyn, like man, I'd be calling my agent like, "Yo, man, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> get, and, get, get me out of here." And I looked up who has cap space. So either he has to take like you know like the mid level exception, which is about six mil, to go to a a good team, or mm-hmm. the teams with salary cap who will be able to give him. You know, they won't be able to give him as much as Brooklyn can, but a decent amount of money would be the Pistons. They're not going to do it. The Spurs. Eh. Oh, hell, hell no. Not, not why Jordan Popovich is still there. <laughs> now, if, Pop, if Popovich leaves, if Popovich leaves, then yeah, we, we might have a possibility. <laughs> um, who else? So it was uh, Detroit, the Spurs. Um, Indiana has 21 mil. They, they will take a flyer on Kyrie just to see. Because I mean, they need to put some butts in seats anyway. Yeah. That race over the Knicks. Yeah, Portland, they wouldn't do it. And I think the last team was Orlando, and <laughs> I would not let Kyrie get anywhere near my number one pick. No, I would. I, if I was a young team on the come up with a lot of potential, you do not bring anybody like Kyrie in your locker room. No. Nope. When you have a young core who's open and to, who's opening and is learning and stuff like that, you you do not let you know toxins like Kyrie Irving in there because that will just contaminate everything. No, dude, I wouldn't want Kyrie mentoring none of my young players. Yeah. No, 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 no. So Indiana, and then if Pop feels like he, you know, Pop has a strong enough personality to be able to potentially rein in <laughs> Kyrie. Yeah, but, but but I mean, but as strong as much respect I got for Pop. I mean, but honestly, how's he gonna rein him in? I'm just saying, Kyrie is just that much of a narcissist. He would look at Pop's authoritative approach and basically you know, retort, you know, I'm a king. You know, you can't speak to me that way. Yada 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 yada. You know, and basketball is just not that important to me. You need to you know get your life together. I mean, I've seen things that you just don't understand, man. Pop would, man, Pop would probably 
give the boost to Kyrie. I, I can if, if he played for Pop, it's because he, that he just basically gave up all the BS and finally bought it. I just don't see how that happens, though. But them, are, them are the only two teams that I see he has a potential shot with. Everybody else is a they either got a point guard or they don't want him touching. They don't want him near their young people. I said again, it's, it's amazing what could happen while your talent is still there. <laughs> and I said right now, the saddest part is that this dude is just wasting prime years. Yeah, <laughs> my dude, you not? I mean, how old is Kyrie now? Is he what early thirties? I think he's in his early thirties. Yeah, yeah, I would say early thirties. Yeah, you, you a ball, you a ball handling wizard, yeah, chief. But you better remember, like these young boys coming in the league now at 19, 18 years old. Eventually, your your speed, that speed gonna be gone. And the handles may still be there, but you still need that speed. Yeah, he's exactly thirty years old. Okay. So I'm surprised at least at least like close to I'll give him five, six years more of his prime. I mean Kyrie's never struck me as a workout warrior. Yeah, but luckily for him, he hasn't played a lot of games. So <laughs> <laughs> his legs, his legs that of a of a 27-year-old. Kyrie Irving's just he's just not worth the headache. He, he's not. It's not worth the headache, and that's the saddest part because his talent is so ridiculous. But like I said it, it, it almost reminds me of when I saw Michael Beasley today on the Big Three. You know, and I'm not saying Kyrie's Michael Beasley, but I was watching Michael Beasley, and they were doing an interview with this cat, and they were sitting trying to interview him, and he literally just was sitting there like doing like two word answers. And I'm just sitting there like, dude, if you didn't want to be bothered, why'd you even bother coming to play in the league? Yeah. Now, granted, no, no, granted, these Beasley's out there on the court at least. <laughs> if <laughs> Ky- Kyrie wouldn't even play in the big three, he found a way to miss games in the big three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I can see Ice Cube putting out statements. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, I just, I will never understand. But I say it. As much as I talk trash about the Brooklyn GMs, and they deserve it because they they did tuck their tail. They did you know basically go back on their own word at first, trying to, like you said, try to be authoritative and strong on Kyrie. Then all of a sudden, when they got to that hot start, it's like, uh, well, Actually, we, we can lose it. About that, seeing like this whole thing play out, I don't think it was uh, the GM. I think it came down from ownership, man. I mean, either one of them. I put them all together. The the, the franchise period. You know they got they got caught up in their own sauce. Yeah, they saw how things were looking and said, they, and then all of a sudden they changed their mind, talking about, oh, well, Kyrie can play on the road at least. They panicked. Okay, okay, then let's see, let's see what y'all do here in round two. Because I mean, so far they holding steady. You better not be stupid enough to just give this dude an extension. I said, just go ahead and hold, hold for it. And I said, if in the end, <laughs> KD wants out, then guess what? KD just wants out. Yeah, and you can get a good enough package where you can restart yourself. There you go. In the, in the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> saga, this big three, hey, I, man, I could have predicted a better ending if I wanted to. Because I said for the jump, these, these cats will never win a title. Never. They're not built for that. 
this dude Kyrie's on another level, man. I'm just, I'm, I just, I just, I can't wait to see what happens. Because what well, he has until June, he has till this weekend. Yeah, to make it June 29th, decision. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So June's went. Oh yeah, oh we we gotta do the show again after that. We got four days because free agency starts on the first, so we are gonna find out. Uh, oh yeah, we 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 got we gotta do the, we gotta do the show after after the 29th. Yeah, the the other NBA season is about to jump off. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So like I said again, I mean, there's, there's so many storylines, man. That's what hypes me up about it. I wouldn't. I I really do. I mean, I don't know how much the stories are true, you know, but they're talking about you no know, him talking to LeBron and possibly trying to reunite. Hey, go for it, Kyrie for Russ. Please do that. Please do it. <laughs> If I was uh, if I was Brooklyn, I'd be like, "Yo, we gonna need Russ and AD. Like, we throw in the Cavs." <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be tough. That that would be tough. But oh, I like to eat. I don't even see how LeBron would want this dude. You could be like, you could be cool, but like I said, but as far as like I said, you playing for your legacy, yada yada yada. You know, trying to find yourself as a goat. You better make sure you got the right people beside you. This dude is not gonna. This ain't Cleveland. This ain't Cleveland. You clearly this dude is showing you where he's at right now mentally. He's like, nope, yeah. can't take that. Can't take that risk. Because man, I could easily <laughs> see Kyrie, but like the amount of fakeness here in in Los Angeles is you know, <laughs> like we need to purify ourselves. Like I need to take yeah. some time to get <laughs> away to find the real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I easily see that man just bolting, um, taking like a me two to three weeks off midseason. It's like he can be talking about something. Like, remember the movie The Matrix? It's like I feel like I'm in the Matrix right now, and I, and I need to unplug myself. Like, oh man, put him in LA. Uh that's that would just be comedy. I would love it. I say, yeah, let's do it, man. Oh, I'm on board. I, I went to, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm telling you, so many, so many. That's just the tip of the iceberg of all the storylines in the NBA to come. Oh, this is the tip of the iceberg. I can't wait. Indeed, indeed. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap this up? No, nah, sir. I'm good to go. Oh, no, I will. Let me do a quick, uh, you know, promo, though. You know, I said, if you haven't, man, check out that Dream On on uh, ESPN about the uh women's uh dream team yes man that hey that i love that documentary it was good i really did i loved i loved it if i if i'm being completely honest i think that was probably that was the year i really i really got into women's basketball that whole year was probably was that no that probably went to me starting to really get more into women's basketball in terms of taking it seriously and watching it yeah i want to say like that was when it just became like more accessible um be able to just put it on because i mean i remember watching those games mm-hmm. ah yeah shout out shout out to to the wnba shout out to the you know all our female hoopers i got my sue bird jersey hanging up on the wall yes, right sir. now yes sir i said sue you know you went to uconn and my fields of uconn are very well known not, they're not the greatest but i will forever have respect for the for the well the all-time greats she it's the, the amazing thing about the women's game is like they have a lot more candidates for goat status 
it's just it, it, like it, it can really be hard yeah to decide who's the goat is on the woman's side there's so many candidates on the women's side yeah i mean we just go ahead and put sue in the hall of fame as soon as she oh, has yeah. her last game i mean she's the first ballot yeah I guess that's... oh yeah yeah it, it, that's that's no brainer that's I mean, that's a no-brainer has maya moore been out the league long enough to get into the hall of fame now i want to say would, she should be I close would. I would say she should be. But they did, has she officially retired though? She hasn't officially retired, but she ain't I, coming I, back, I, man. I think, but, but I think that's just what it is. I mean, I, I think had she probably just officially announced that she's retired, they probably would. They probably would have done it by now. Because I, I want to say you got to be out the league for five years. Um, it's been it's been at least it's been at least five, right? I would, I would think. I I think this may be if after this season it may be the fifth. Yeah, but I am not sure, but I think she should be going in in the next year or two. Because once the moment she's available, she's going in. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but Sue, without question. But yeah, check out that doc. Check out that documentary, Dream On, man. I I, I like it. They definitely props that squad. There's ballers everywhere. Ballers. Yeah. Everywhere. And they all doing their thing now. Still. Uh, yes. Whew. Yes, sir. All right. Go ahead and drop your social, sir. Yes, sir. As always, on Twitter, it is at the Mikadiva, M-C-G-O-D as in David, I-V as in Victor A. And I am at J-Sug, at J-A-Y-S-U-G-G, also on the Twitter. And until the next time, we out. Be easy.